This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Sally Lucas, welcome again. And uh, we're looking at Christmas options and something just a little bit different this time. I know, and it's scary, isn't it, Jane? Because it's October next week and you think, Christmas, my God, is it that close? But it, it is. is. close. And if everyone hasn't thought about what they want to do for Christmas yet, and there are some people who like to go away for Christmas. Maybe it's... they're empty nesters or they just feel they want to get away and do something different for Christmas. So I thought I'll give them a couple of options. And I think they both sound brilliant. Um, one's Christmas in an Italian castle. Wow, that sounds fun. Yeah, and one's Christmas in a Polish castle. That also sounds fun. So the one, the first one I'll mention, it's the 18th of December, and you start from Munich, and then you cross through into Austria. And so you're going through some beautiful scenery before you get to this castle, of course, and into Innsbruck. And then after that, you go down into Italy, of course, which coming down from Innsbruck into Italy, you go through some spectacular scenery. Wonderful mountains, the Alps. Absolutely. And then you stay at a a castle there called going through the Brenner Pass. You stop in Bolzano and then you continue on till you get into the foothills of the Dolomites. And this is where this beautiful castle is called Castelbrando. And it's located just above the village of Chisson de Valmarino. And apparently it was a 2,000-year-old Roman fortress that's been turned into this sumptuous um, palace in the 13th century. And since then it's been extensively restored and, you know, sensibly modernised, but, but with still keeping that old feel and the old look about it and so it just sounds wonderful it's you know it's got decorative battlements stone cellars there's tapestries swords suits of armor dining halls and manicured gardens and terraces and there's a a wellness center so you've got an indoor pool thermal bath and all that sort of thing which is lovely for for winter massage services turkish baths so i just thought it just sounded fantastic what a way to spend Chrissy, eh? And I dare say it'll be centrally heated as oh, well. Oh, yes, yes. And you actually continue on after that on to Milan. So that's just a little um, itinerary of 11 days that you might consider as one of your Christmas options. And the other one, as I said, is Christmas in a Polish castle. Now, this one starts from Berlin on the 19th of December, and it's 10 days. And from Berlin, you... you go down through Kolditz and on to Dresden of course which everyone knows how famous Dresden was with the war and so on and Kolditz of course. Some wonderful buildings there too Yes, on the River Elba. Yes and I mean here you'll go on to a special castle Um, it's called, now I don't know whether my pronunciation is correct here Jane my Polish isn't that good, it's K-L-I-C-Z-K-O-W I I would imagine it's Klikow It could be Castle, (laughs) anyway (laughs) So you, you go down to this wonderful castle again, and it, it, again it dates back to the 13th century, and it apparently set in extensive grounds surrounded by the Lower Silesia Woods. And this castle was once owned by Polish nobility and again has been restored, as we've mentioned, with the other one. So you do spend a lot of time there, including touring to beautiful other outlying areas of Poland that are, I guess are in a time warp. They're not just like, you know, anywhere where you go into a city, but you're, you're here, you're in the, in the woods, in the forest where all the little villages and everything are. So I just think that would be wonderful. And after that, you do continue on to Prague. So, Various different things you can do. And also, this particular company runs New Year packages for Switzerland, Austria, Rothenburg, Paris. So if it's not Christmas, you might want to 
zip away for the new year. For some other things. No, you've got some other cold weather. Uh, some other cold weather <laughs> options. Um, the Arctic this time. Uh-huh. Um, Aurora Expeditions, who do both the Arctic and the Antarctic, have announced a, a new, a lot of new voyages for 2008, where you're given the opportunity to explore the natural beauty of Iceland and Spitsberg and Norway, Greenland, Scotland. So I thought this is the effects of global warming. Of course, we all know with the Arctic, it's getting a bit sad. Northwest Passage opening up. Polar bears, they're saying, could be extinct in, in not that many years. So it's an opportunity, I guess, to experience um, this area and let's hope we can try and do something to, to keep it a little bit pristine. And you also will get the opportunity, depending on when you're there, of course, of the natural phenomenon of the total eclipse of the land and the midnight sun as Ooh, well. Wow. So they've got an Arctic Dreams, which is a brand new 20-day voyage that showcases the classic highlights of the Arctic. And you go through, of course, all the icebergs of Greenland and the isolated Inuit villages in Iceland as well, searching for wildlife, of course, in the Arctic Circle and looking for your beautiful polar bears. You do daily excursions, as normal on the Polar Pioneer. They always have you out every day on inflatable uh, zodiacs or sea kayaks. I mean, weather permitting, of course. It's only if the wind picked up or something that you wouldn't wouldn't be uh, out and about exploring. And that's half the wonderful thing about going on these expedition vessels that they can get everybody off at once and out and you're out there doing you're not just stuck on the ship you really are out exploring every day so do they run all year round they do the arctic of course um in the um Europe's summer and the Antarctic, of course, in our summer. Mm-hmm. So when the ice is starting to melt again is when they can get through and get through passages. And, you know, even though they might still have to go through a bit of crunchy ice and so on, it's it's quite safe and they've got ice-strengthened vessels. So I thought, yes, there's, there's these two parts of the world, the Arctic and the Antarctic, are wonderful, beautiful areas that we should be thinking more and more about globally, the whole world, not just us, not just Australia, and try and do things to keep them and keep these wonderful animals that um, we don't want to lose. And if all that's just a little bit too cold? How about we go sailing? Sailing sounds all right. Where? Madagascar. Mm-hmm. Isn't that different? Mm. There's a package X Sydney and Melbourne for 15 days from only $3,694, which I didn't think sounded too bad. And that's taking you to Mauritius. You fly into Mauritius with Air Mauritius and you have a few days there and then you continue on up to Madagascar and you sail all around the island of Madagascar and you actually go ashore and sleep ashore. They have tents and everything as well and you go and see the turtles, you know, hatching. You see all the wonderful lemurs. They've got the, the spotted lemur, the black-tailed lemur. I mean, it's famous for its lemurs. And I thought for anyone who wanted to sail, and again, we're talking about doing things a little differently, why not consider doing that for a change? So, yeah, if you, if you don't want to go cold, go warm and head to Mauritius and Madagascar. To NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Now, Sally Lucas, not everybody likes to go in a large group when they go touring. They don't. Me included, actually. So there you go. I'm one of those. Um, yes, I thought we'd talk about Alaska and Canada today. And I mean, I know there's a lot of product out in the marketplace going there, and we always get. It's a get, very popular place. It is, mm-hmm. and, and particularly with Australians. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess because we don't have, you know, ice and glaciers and all this sort of thing, it's very different sort of scenery for us to get to. And you know, we've talked about the Arctic and the Antarctic, but of course, that's more really expedition type cruising, whereas this is more, I guess, perceived more luxury cruising with a land component with, you know, four-star accommodation and so on. So it, it's a little bit different. So, But it is a very popular destination. I just thought I'd mention to people that who don't really want to do that big package holiday, which aren't inexpensive either, by the way. So you can just, you know, pop up and get a, a cheap airfare, you know, with, with whomever, 
um, so you're not restricted to an airline. For example, China Airlines via Taipei have some very, very reasonably priced airfares into Vancouver. Um, and you could even have a couple of days in Taipei on your way through, which is a very interesting place to go to. So, you know, there are different ways of getting there. Again, think outside the square. You can go with Japan Airlines via Tokyo. Um, as well as just doing the normal route across the Pacific with Air Canada or Qantas or United. Then once you're there, again, there's different ways you can travel. Now, I had a, an elderly couple once, they were a brother and sister, and the way they did it, we ended up booking all B&Bs for them throughout, and they did ferry, coach and rail, so totally independently, but it was beautiful, and most of the B&Bs, once you let them know when they were arriving, would come and even meet them at the station or the, you know. So, and then they hopped across to Victoria on a ferry, and then from Victoria they got another ferry that did the route all up through, you know, the inside passage, more like a little ferry, you know, postal boat type situation. So that way, you know, you can do it very inexpensively, and it really does keep your costs down. I mean, there is a 10-day one that just does the basically the inside passage, Vancouver, Butchart Gardens, etc., and that's only 3999 which is less than half the cost of some of the other itineraries. So I'm just sort of throwing that in there so people know if they think, oh, we really can't afford that, there are less expensive ways of doing it. If you really want to get small ship cruising up close and personal, though, there's another cruise company that goes into all the little nooks and crannies. And it's, again, a little bit more expensive, but they really get you right up to the ice falls and even get you ashore so you're not just on the ship the whole time. So, again, that's something worthwhile doing, and you do actually see everything up close and personal. They do uh, 16-day itineraries from Australia, for 5399 so we're still you know it's still not expensive expensive and it's you really are getting this up close and personal cruise option of that wonderful inside passage so just to let people know yeah there's different ways of doing things there always is there always is. always is you've just got to sort of search around a bit and there's a different way of doing something and i think that's definitely worthwhile plus of course there's lots of other itineraries if people are interested in mainly just cruising that combine what they do that fire and ice they call it which is hawaii Canada and Alaska in one 23-day itinerary. So that's different again. So, you know, there's always all options. Uh, there's another one that does actually touring through the Yukon. If you're really interested in Alaska, the landmass, rather than just cruising, wonderful itinerary that goes through Whitehorse, you know, all these places you read about, Dawson City, Tombstone Park, Denali National Park. Beautiful scenery in Alaska, by the way. It's definitely worthwhile doing that. Everyone just goes for the Canadian Rockies, but Alaska in its own right has a lot to offer. Do you get to gold pan as well? I always think of gold. Yes, well, you do, don't you? I mean, I don't know whether you do get to gold pan on that one, but you might, or it might be an optional extra, I'm sure, because you're in lots of areas where it would be, um, well, where it was once available. Where it was once. Maybe it isn't anymore. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just, you know, a bit of a gold dust in the eye. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, some interesting options for the top part of North America there. Absolutely. We'll be back talking travel next week after the uh, 1 o'clock news on Friday here on 2NURFM 103.7.